0: Hey, and welcome to the Meditations and Musings Podcast. I'm Elena Lipson. I'm a mama, I'm a wife, and I'm the founder of the Divine Self-Care Circle Membership and the Virtual Retreat Academy. I don't believe that you have to sacrifice your body, your health, or your family in order to create true abundance and prosperity. I believe in living based on the divine feminine metrics of success, and these include pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. Each week, I'll bring you one to two new episodes. One of these will be a guided meditation that you don't have to do on the meditation pillow, and the other will be a conversation to help you access your inner wisdom, to ignite abundance, and inspire others to do the same. I invite you to join me on this journey back to the magic of a divinely aligned and well cared for you. And now, join me for today's episode. Welcome back to the Meditations and Musings podcast. This is your divine alignment coach, Elena Lipson. And today I have a little bit of a different type of episode where I'm going to share with you why I recently made a pretty significant decision in my business. I'm going to share with you some of my behind the scenes thinking, how I handled the actual decision And I want to invite you to think about something that you're contemplating in your own life that is possibly a good decision, possibly not a good decision and everything in between. And you're sort of stuck in this messy middle decision-making place of not exactly knowing um, what action to take, not even maybe knowing what questions to ask yourself to get that clarity. So, I want to walk you through some of that today. Before we get started, today that you're listening, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, the day it comes out, it is on June 8th. And we are making one final open door invitation for the Amplified Wealth Experience, which is a six week journey, which is unlike a typical course, it's a weekly wealth challenge. For you to walk with another group of amazing women where you will start to identify any old money anchor stories that are holding you back from experiencing massive flow of prosperity and wealth in all its definitions, right? Not just money, cash in the bank. Wealth is much more than that. Wealth is defined as things that bring you abundance, things that bring you Um, joy, things that bring you alignment in love and time and health. Um, In fact, I have a new acronym for it, (laughs) Wisdom Earned by Alignment in Love, Time and Health. And that is true wealth for me. And I want to help you define it for yourself as well. Again, it's Wisdom Earned by Alignment in Love, Time and Health. And that is the actual acronym for wealth. So if you are interested in redefining your relationship with money once and for all, if you are ready to claim the new level of revenue and income, but also joy and happiness and satisfaction in all areas of your life, I invite you to join an amazing group of women starting on Friday, June 11th. You can check out the uh, all the information as well as a masterclass that I ran with some of the exercises that we're actually going to be doing in this journey as well. And you can find that link in the show notes to this podcast. And you can also find the link in my Instagram bio at Elena underscore Lipson. If you're listening after June 11th, there will be a wait list and you can get on that wait list for our next round, which will be most likely later in the summer, early fall. But if you are interested in redefining your relationship to money now, because now is the only time there is, then come and join us. If you have any questions, you can shoot me a message in the DMs and Instagram or find me um, anywhere else. You can find me, my email, Facebook, anywhere. Okay, so this decision that I made very recently is to close my divine self-care circle. And if you've been with me for a while, then you know that this has been a membership circle focused on helping women from all over the world to add self-care, to add self-worth, to uh, practice daily alignment in this amazing community that I've had for uh, six and a half years now. And it was not an easy decision and it was not something that I treated like a quick decision either. In fact, I actually started hearing these intuitive whispers about six months ago, maybe even a little bit more than that, that the circle has kind of started coming to its natural end. And when we start hearing that kind of whisper, whether it's in relationships, whether it's in a business venture, whether it's in the location that you live, right? Any aspect of your life that feels like it's coming to a close, it's very important to start to listen to those whispers, at least at the very least with curiosity, because those inner whispers, those intuitive whispers are coming from a place that is very deeply guided. It's coming from a divinely guided place within you. It's your inner self, it's your higher self, what I call your inner counsel, but it's guided by source, right? Call it God, call it source. Um, divine calling, whatever you feel connected with is important to identify. But those intuitive nudges, those intuitive whispers can be very, very um, tricky because they're usually not specifically related to the thing that you're making a decision about, right? So for example, Um, I always use use this example, like if intuition is whispering to you to go clean out your closet or clean out your car or, you know, organize some aspect of your life, but you're sitting here trying to figure out the right answer in this other area of your life, maybe in your work or in a big relationship, things like that, and you're not listening to the smaller whispers, then it's going to be very difficult to get intuitive guidance on the bigger things. And I say that through personal experience as a teacher of intuition, as a uh, expert on intuition. I've been practicing and really connected with my intuition since I was very, very young. I, I've been, uh, you know, learning about it from many, many sources, but most importantly, practicing it in my own life where I've had to take massive leaps in my life based on intuitive knowing that maybe didn't make sense to anyone else, right? So a lot of times intuition is not taking into account anyone else's approval, anyone else's opinions, anyone else's expectations, and that is where you start to get friction because perhaps the thing that's whispering to you doesn't make sense in a way that it might make sense to someone more practical or logical or based on your past experience or based on your past Behavior or by, based on your past choices, right? So, this is why it's so important to surround yourself with people who believe in you and believe in that internal guidance and believe and trust in trusting yourself and not living based on other people's opinions of you, not living based on other people's expectations of your life, not living based on other people's um, desires for you to align with what they think you should be doing, right? And I think we've all experienced this, especially we as women, we are entrained from a very early age to seek approval, to behave in a way that appeases other people, to make decisions that um, other people want us to make, quite honestly. And I believe that there's a point in every woman's life where you have to take responsibility for yourself and you start to practice intuitive, honest, authentic decision making for yourself yourself. In the small areas of your life based on what you want to wear and how you want to speak and the music you want to listen to all the way up to decisions in your business decisions with your money decisions on taking accountability and responsibility for knowing, you know, all about investing if that's what you want, to following your heart, to become an artist if that's what you want, following work that inspires you, right? And I can already hear <laughs> your logical mind saying, Yeah, but Elena, you don't know my circumstances. And honestly, it doesn't really matter. So let me share with you how I made this decision. And I just want to inform you, first and foremost, that even though I've made this decision, I don't know exactly 100% what's next. (laughs) So I think one of the ways that we stop ourselves from making a decision and trusting ourselves is feeling like we have to know what's next in order to make that leap. And the way that alignment and manifestation and intuitive navigation work is that you won't necessarily know what's next, right? In fact, I was just on a call today in a circle where a woman said she has wanted to leave her industry for a long time. She's in the healthcare industry and she just hesitates because she doesn't know what's next. So she has this amazing opportunity to explore A, her preconceptions of what she thinks is next, what's holding her back, what you know, what other people are saying about her decisions, why it makes sense or doesn't make sense. We have to really start with being that source of information for ourselves, looking inward to explore these answers, not looking outward to explore the answers, because that is what we have been trained to do. We've been trained to, um, you know seek out advice, to seek out the counsel of others. And I'm not saying you never do that. If you have, uh, you know, informed, also highly intuitive mentors and peers and even friends or family members who can ask you really good questions, who can listen as you go through your process without informing or telling you what you should do, those are amazing resources to have in your life, right? I have resources like that in my life and what they do for me is actually mirror back to me what they hear me saying, what they see me sharing with them, my form of excitement or like, oh, wow, you really seemed excited when you were talking about that. And when you were talking about this thing, you weren't that excited. And so those are really great mirrors, right? So for me, when I started hearing these whispers, I also like you probably have in your decision-making process had those doubts like, Oh, wait a minute. Like, why would I end the circle? I've been doing it for so long. And I, you know, I had this vision of going at least 10 years and then seeing what happens, but we're only six and a half years in. And so it didn't ha- necessarily make sense. And then there was part of me who really wanted to know what was next. Okay, great. I'll close the circle, but only if I know what's next, only if I can replace the income right away. <laughs> right. So And I heard that part of my doubtful self and my fearful self, but it's not a bad part of you that doubts. It's not a bad part of you that fears. It's that part of you that wants to keep you safe. And that is nothing, nothing's nothing wrong with being safe. But I also know because I do this sort of strategic life and business coaching, that that is exactly a natural reaction, but it doesn't mean that I was wrong, right? Um, so again, I have heard I heard the whisper that something new is coming and that in this particular situation, I was going to need to let go before the new thing would become available to me, right? So I kept saying this, I kept having this vision in my mind for like six months, maybe even longer, if I was truly like to sit down and think about how long have I been hearing that the, the, the season of the circle has come to a close? Um, I envisioned myself like holding onto a tree and there is like a swift river running by me, trying to remove me from this tree. And the river is actually going to a really beautiful place downstream where there's magic and abundance and opportunity and like really cool things happening, but I can't quite see it from my perspective of where I am, but I'm holding on to the tree because I've developed like this perch on the tree and I have my little, you know, <laughs> my little comfortable space here that I'm used to. And even though it's uncomfortable because I know it's time to let go, it's, it's what I know. And what, you know, sometimes can feel more powerful than what the possibility and, and, you know, knowing what's next or not knowing what's next, it feels safer to even be uncomfortable, but see what, you know, versus let go and be uncomfortable and not know what's coming next. Right. So I was feeling this kind of way of, well, maybe I'll just stay longer and, and here's, you know. I think it's important to recognize like, what are the actual fears? What are the actual things that I was worried about? And this is a great time to ask yourself in this thing that you're contemplating, whatever the decision is, what are you scared is going to happen? Who are you worried that you're going to disappoint? Right. Are you trusting that you have the capacity and the capability to handle whatever the next thing is? Right. These are really great questions to ask yourself. And that's exactly what, what I was asking myself. And I was scared if I was asking myself, honestly, I was scared that, um, the new idea wouldn't come. Like I would just end the circle and it would be done. Like I wouldn't know what to do next. Right. It was like this fearful part of me. Um, I was scared of disappointing the women in my circle. I was scared of disappointing the women in my circle, not scared of like, of them, but I didn't want to disappoint them. Right. Because our group calls are amazing and they're life transforming. And there's women who have been in the circle from the very beginning. There are women who've been there for many years. And so it's not like a course where people just come in and they leave. And these are relationships that I've had for many years. And to say goodbye to them, like all at once, <laughs> felt really sad to me, right? But at the same time, there was a part of me that, that had this inner clarity that it was time. And that they've received a lot from the, our time together and um, I needed to let them know, right? It's like staying in a relationship that isn't bad, it's okay, but you sort of know that your, your heart isn't in it anymore, and it was very hard for me to say that to them. And I said it to the ladies. I, we actually had a call. We have one more left, but I actually said it to them. And it was really hard to say it to them. Like, I love you. My heart is not in this container anymore. Like it is with them, but it's not with the actual container. We have to be able to separate that out, right? You can appreciate and love a person, but know that the container that you're in is not aligned with you anymore, right? So that's a really... Um, challenging place to be in, but also filled with lots of opportunity to be in integrity. And so the way I handled the situation is how I chose to handle it was one, I decided to give myself uh, several months to really just contemplate and envision the process. Of envisioning closing the circle and envisioning holding on to the circle and calling in any other options that I didn't see yet. And I did think of an option of handing the circle off to someone else. And that just did not feel at this point like it was the right thing for me to do. And so I did consider that. Um, I considered holding on to the circle to the end of the year and kind of seeing how it goes. But what happened is something called. Process, which we talked about in last week's episode. If you did not have a chance to listen to that, which was how do you know when it's time to let something go? Um, we talked about how do you know? So I think it was 266. Um, there's once you make a decision that something's over and you sort of acknowledge it internally, there's a process that begins called entropy where it starts to die, essentially. You've made the decision, right? But I haven't acted yet. Um, so I kind of knew that was happening. So the way I handled it. Um, in terms of what I decided to do, which was close the circle. Um, oh, actually, so I was saying that I I was looking at all my different options and sort of calling in options that I hadn't even thought of yet. And through all these months, it kept becoming more and more clear that in fact I was getting a clear intuitive knowing that the circle and the season had come to an end. And I just like I was holding off admitting it because again I didn't want to disappoint the women in the circle. So, but a lot of times. You know, you hold off on disappointing someone else, but in the meantime, your own self is actually being violated and being ignored and being um, out of alignment, right? So that's when we start to really understand how much of us has been entrained to disappoint ourselves for fear of not disappointing others. And so that's kind of where I was, right? So the way I handle it was I decided that I would. write a let write a post and a letter to the women in my circle, which I did. I'm not going to share that because that's private for them. And I decided I would share full transparency with them and just share my process and share what I was going through and be honest that I wasn't saying goodbye because I knew that I wanted to create something else or another circle or anything like that. But this was me demonstrating how to be divinely aligned and what I knew to be true for myself. And of course there were tears, and of course there were you know, sad moments, but in general, everyone was really grateful for the way I was embodying what I was teaching, which is to be divinely aligned, even in the moments where it's not so easy to be aligned. Um, I also created time to say goodbye, right? I didn't just say it's done, the group is closing, goodbye, <laughs> right? So we still have a whole other call together, we have several weeks together, And so it's giving them time to process the goodbye and process what's happening. And so that is really, really important, right? I wanna be in integrity as a human being and compassionate to a relationship that is not just one-sided, right? The relationship comes from both sides. So if there's anyone involved in your decision-making process, I want you to be compassionate and to be um, loving, right? And authentic and not at your own expense, right? So it's a really important thing to remember, not at your own expense, because once you start to sacrifice yourself for fear of disappointing others, you are going to be out of alignment in a way that starts to ripple out into other areas of your life. So the the key lessons here that I want to remind you and that I'm walking right now, literally day to day is A, I don't know what's next. I don't know if I'm going to, you know, start a new circle with another topic. If I'm going to focus on promoting the existing courses that I have, if I'm going to shut everything down and start all over, if I'm going to, you know, collaborate with someone else, I I have no idea what is next, right? I even contemplated working for one of my most amazing companies that I love, um, but that didn't work out. (laughs) So I'm trusting that that is not the path for me. But the the most important thing that I want you to gain out of this story is that holding on for something for too long is going to start to actually feel physically out of alignment in your body. And that can demonstrate and that could uh, manifest like stress. It could manifest as exhaustion, Um, decision-making when you're sort of in that weird in the middle place it can actually be very exhausting energetically for you and physically for you. So you might feel sleepy a lot of the time. You might be avoiding having honest conversations. You might be avoiding journaling because you don't know what's gonna come up and you honestly aren't sure, right? But you have to be honest with yourself that something does feel off. And you have to take time to process and contemplate, but everyone's amount of time to process and contemplate is going to be different. Like for me, I've learned about my own decision-making process based on my own experience, based on some things I've learned about myself in terms of things like human design and my uh, Myers-Briggs. Like I just know I've I've been able to be self-reflective with external tools as well to say, okay, I've noticed about myself that when I have a decision to make, I need to let it go through. If it's not a hell yes right away, which I don't ever need to check with anyone on that. (laughs) If it's a maybe, or I'm not sure, I need to let it go through a process of me going through like emotional ups and downs, going into sleep and awake and exercise and happy. And like, I need to go through a cycle, which usually can be about a week, even up to a month, sometimes depending on the decision, right? Um, Sometimes I don't have that time. Sometimes it's a decision you have to make pretty quickly, Um, but I need to get to a a hell yes and aha in my body, in my belly, like feeling that intuitive hell yes before I make the decision. And I'll let you know, there's times where I have said yes to things because I was in a really good mood or excited or activated, but it wasn't really like a fully authentic hell yes. There was parts of me that were still whispering to me, like, are you sure about this? Right. And those decisions, you know, even though I always make the best of everything, even though I trust that I can learn from everything in my life, I know that those times that I said yes, when it wasn't a hundred percent, yes, they turned out not. Ideal. Let's just say that. (laughs) So, um, but of course, I've grown and taken responsibility for those decisions as well. So, I want you to be honest with yourself more and more and more. And you can start practicing by little things in your life, like, hey, where do you want to go eat? You want Thai food, and you're like, ah, sure, but you really wanted something different, right? And you have to learn. Like for for me, it actually is really helpful for me to put several choices in front of me so I can kind of see. For other people, it might be more about um, speaking, you know, processing it verbally. Like I'm very, I'm actually a verbal processor. So the more I can talk something out, the more I can feel the yes in my body. Um, for some people, journaling is going to be really important. And I use journaling quite a bit as well, but that's only part of it for me. I actually really need to talk something through with someone who isn't telling me what to do. <laughs> so that's really important. Um, that's why coaches are like good coaches are amazing. And that's how I coach my clients. Like, so if you're looking for support, you know, find a coach. Um, I'm happy to chat with you. Um, I do take on -on one-on-one clients, um, but find a coach that is really good at at listening and asking good questions and pushing you to ask yourself better questions than you're asking yourself now. Um, So again, be honest with yourself. Take the time that you know you need to process and contemplate. Don't let yourself bully yourself into a faster answer. And then know and trust your decision-making process, right? So once I made the decision, I knew that there were gonna be moments of like, oh, did I do the right thing? But that's okay, because those are natural. It's totally natural to say, because like, I remember when I moved to California, I made the decision within like 30 days, even though I've been contemplating it for a long time, I made the decision that in 30 days I was gonna sell everything and buy a one-way ticket. And that's exactly what I did, but it doesn't mean that in those 30 days I wasn't nervous and actually quite nauseous. And I was like, Oh my God, what am I doing? And, you know, like I had those moments of like being awake at night because I was doing such a massive change in my life that of course I knew that the doubt was going to come up, but it doesn't mean that you're wrong. Um, Ask for guidance. We all often forget to ask for guidance, whether it's from source, or God, or divine, or nature, like ask for guidance, like dear source, I am contemplating this decision of A and B, or maybe C, or some unknown path, I really need some clarity and guidance, please show me the right path, or, and then just wait and listen, it could be the right book, it could be a podcast episode, it could be a conversation you have, it could be a movie you're watching, right, I believe that the universe is constantly connecting with us and sharing information, and if you're paying attention and listening, you can get a lot of guidance. Right? And sometimes we also need to envision the yes and the no. Like, okay, let me just get really present. Imagine, imagine keeping the circle open and sort of go down that path visually in my mind. What would that feel like and look like? And then just notice how my body reacts to that and then go down the other path. Okay, what, it, what would it be like to close the circle with integrity and then kind of go down that path and see what my body reacts like in that situation. And then the other thing you can do is ask for like a third option. (laughs) What is something that I'm not envisioning? Is there a third option here that I'm not seeing and start to journal about that, or maybe have a conversation with someone that you trust and, and know that can give you some good feedback. All right. So that is the process that I went through, but I really want you to understand that, you know, even in nature, there's a cycle and a season to things. And we're not these static beings who like, make one decision and that's the decision forever right sometimes we change the situation sometimes you decide and and i could have there was a third option right there could have been a third option where i said okay um what if I did keep the circle, but I changed the structure of it to where we only met, you know, once a quarter and had a virtual retreat. So I did think about those third options for sure. And I have done that in the past where I've changed the structure of the circle in ways that felt really good to me. And so sometimes it's not so much about changing everything. It's sometimes it's it's about changing the way you do the thing that you want to do, or don't want to do anymore. Right. Maybe you want to keep your job, but you want to put some boundaries on your time. Maybe you want to start a business, but maybe you only want to do it on weekends, right? Like there's a million ways to do things, right? It's one eleven right now, just in case you needed some validation from source. (laughs) Like there's a million ways to do things. And just because you're only seeing option A or option B doesn't mean that there's not an option C, D, Z, right? All out there. But we have to get into, into um, we have to get used to being in relationship with ourselves in order to explore that intuitive knowing. And one of the best ways that I, I know how to do that. And I teach how to do that is to start trusting the signals of our body, how intuition communicates with you and to start noticing that, you know, maybe there are, Um, opportunities that you haven't noticed yet maybe there are ways to do things that you you haven't looked at yet but most importantly there is a season to everything and it's like trying to keep that flower alive beyond the week or two that it wants to be alive that nature naturally you know blooms a flower for a certain amount of time. And then it goes back into the earth to alchemize into the next season, right? So that's how everything is. Relationships have aspects like that. Children, oh my God, if anything, children will teach you impermanence and evolution and letting go better than anything, right? Like my son is driving now. I mean, holy crap, the hell I can just, you know, I still remember as like little, my little boy that I was putting into the back, into the car seat, and having sing-alongs in the car, and now he's driving me around, you know? Like, talk about being challenged to let go of things, right? So, I, I feel like we'll be talking about this more and more, and in terms of this podcast, it's not gonna go away, um, there might be a pause in the episodes in the summer, but there's a lot of episodes for you to listen to. So it's like a whole archive. So don't worry, there's a lot to listen to. Um, just because I need to, I need to get into alignment with what is next and what this podcast, the intention is. Right? I need to really set the intention, take some inspired action, and trust that I'm being guided every step of the way. And so are you, because that's what divinely aligned means. It means listening. It means asking for what you want. It means taking inspired action when you feel called to do so, and then trusting that you have what it takes, right? Trusting that the result is maybe not always going to look like you thought it was going to look, but you have to have this sort of level of detachment and acceptance and trust that the path is opening up for you. So those are the lessons of today and why I decided to close my circle and how intuition played a huge role in that and i want i want to leave you with this question right what is it that you are contemplating in your life what are you holding on to that you know it is time to let go of and finally who are you worried about disappointing and those are your questions for today if you want to share your answers with me, screenshot this, message me on Instagram, Elena underscore Lipson, or you can always email us at info at dot Lipson.com. I do read all my emails. And as always, if you receive value from today, I would absolutely appreciate if you left a review on iTunes by scrolling down, clicking write a review, clicking on five stars, of course, and then sharing any insights or reflections that you had. Thank you so much for being here today. Again, this is Elena Lipson, and I will see you on the next episode of the Divinely Aligned podcast. Take care. Thank you so much for listening and learning about the new divine self-care way of being in your life, business, and the bedroom based on the divine feminine metrics of success, pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. If you're ready to bust the myth of overwhelm and tap into an inspired start to each day, I've put together a free video series for you to help you start each day with energy, inspiration, and ignite that inner pilot light which attracts joy, magic, and synchronicity. You can access my three-step magic morning practice to help you ignite your inner light and attract the abundance that you're craving. Head on over to elanalipson.com forward slash gift. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would so love if you share it with a friend, a sister, a mother, a daughter, and please leave a review. That is how the magic starts to ripple out. Here's wishing you a day full of beauty, magic, and divine self-care. I'll see you next time at the Meditations and Musings podcast.